boom, 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 boom. Between you and I, with a hint of sarcasm and no wow. filter, two friends open up about following their heart, breaking bad habits, and share advice on what they've learned along the way. This is Between You and I Podcast. Between you and I. Hi guys. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes. Guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing it on purpose. Oh my God. Send help. Uh, nah, welcome back for real, everybody. We Episode here. Episode number nine. Episode number nine. So the real question is, are you guys going to miss us during our break? Because we only have, after this episode, we have one more left. For our season finale. The season finale. We have a little surprise for you guys. We have some special guests. Ding, 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 ding. Can you guess who? No, don't, don't guess now. Don't give it away. Oh, dang, we are in episode eight. I am so proud of us. We did the damn I day. I really am. Like from going to not knowing what the fuck we're doing to actually like learning. And you know, there's always a learning curve um, mm-hmm. when you um, start something new. And we've had many of those, but we are here. We didn't quit. I'm proud of us too. Yeah, high five. Today we're going to be talking about something very interesting. Very real. We're going to be talking about moolah. Money cannot buy us happiness, but poverty cannot buy us anything. Right. Okay, Jay Shetty. Yeah, thank you for that. So today we are going to talk about ways we waste money and ways to manage it better. Hmm. What'd you waste money on? A lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Um, there's a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, I will give myself some credit, too, because I've been doing better. Mm-hmm. Okay, I still find myself struggling with some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like meal prepping that I should be doing. Yeah, Instead, I'm ditching money on... Um, lunch every day and if you work in the city like we do you know that you're spending over twelve dollars on lunch every day it's ridiculous so i i want to work on that that's cool i find that to be challenging for me it is people think that meal prepping is just like oh you just need to dedicate an hour or two hours of your time Mm -hmm. the real issue lies in the simple fact of can I have 24 boxes of pre-made foods stowed away in my fridge that will still taste good mm. seven days later? And the answer is absolutely not. <laughs> it's it's not. Yeah. First of all, do you even have the two hours to dedicate? Because as Evan... Are you talking about like two hours to prepare or two hours also with like the shopping? Because you have to prepare a list, right? You have to think about what what can I eat for the week, right? And then try to mix it up a little bit. Because I can't imagine anyone eating the same shit every day. I can't do it. And I think that is one of the reasons why it's so challenging for me Mm -hmm. to do it. I've done it before. Not to an extreme where 
I have my food for every day. Yeah. Let's say if I cook on Sundays, I may have some some leftovers that I will have for lunch mm-hmm. the next day. But that's really it. Yeah, I'm a creature of habit, and I don't mind eating the same thing every day. I do mm-hmm. like di- like different types of meals, but already being plant based, it kind of already teaches you how to be mindful of the foods that you're eating and oftentimes depending on the location there is a scarcity of what you can actually eat Mm -hmm. so eating the same thing every day isn't my real problem my real problem is actually making it all at once like my kitchen not that it's super small but it's very narrow like it doesn't really I'm, it's not it's not what I'm used to when it comes to being in a very big kitchen where you have space, you can like twirl if you want, listen to some music and twerk while you, you know, shift those beans around with the rice. <laughs> Instead, I'm typically in my kitchen just angry because I don't have enough table or counter space. You know, mm-hmm. now the entire house smells like my food. Yeah. And then I had to clean all of the dishes because I don't have a dishwasher. Like, welcome to New York. It becomes a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it becomes a lot of work. Thanks. I don't know if I want a meal prepper for. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking for a little inspiration. <laughs> None here. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, I I agree with you in terms of wasting money. Like what I waste my money on, it is it is that. I don't spend my money anymore on bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I have a conversation with myself mm-hmm. and if it's something that I wasn't already anticipating purchasing, that conversation consists of, do you need it or do you want it? And if you want it, do you want it now and why? And if I still want it, I end up leaving without it. And if I still want it days later, then I'll go get it. But mm-hmm. oftentimes that feeling just dissipates and I realized that I was just feeling some type of way about some other shit and I didn't yeah, need to buy it. You need a retail therapy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. And being Aquarians, we love how we look. So we end up buying little trinkets, little gems, Girl, little bedazzled shits. I've also gotten a lot better with that. I do a lot of browsing, looking for stuff. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, I look for for things that are on sale. I don't like paying full price for anything. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't either. Like, shop around for deals. Sometimes these discounts are unknown to us. Like, browse and look for discounts. Look for codes. I feel like I told you this. The Honey app on Google Chrome. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't have it, we're going to download it as soon as we're done with this podcast. Uh, (laughs) But for our fellow listeners, I found this app a long time ago. It's, I forget who it's actually made by, but it's called the Honey app, H-O-N-E-Y. You can download it as an extension from Google Chrome. Mm. And what it does is whatever website that you are going online to shop on, whether it's Amazon, Boohoo, Fashion Nova, Ancient Don't cosmetics. Don't buy that Fashion Nova stuff, by the way. It is cheap. It is so and cheap. And you will regret it. It is so I'm cheap. I'm speaking from experience. Same. I don't shop there, but some people do. To each its own. But no, mm-hmm. seriously, what it does is when you go to your shopping cart, the mm-hmm. app will highlight you know, in your browser, and it'll put up a number, whether it's 12, 34, 
that number represents the number of coupon codes that they have found sourced from online. Oh, so wow. instead of having to Google, you know, coupon code for this particular mm-hmm. website, when you're mm-hmm. at the checkout where you can put in a promo code, you just click the Honey app and it'll pop up on your browser. That is so dope. And it will try every single code that it knows and wow. give you the deepest discount. Listen, it I'm saved down, me uh, hundreds of dollars. Me, I am going to download this right now. <laughs> it's hard to do on mobile, I will say. Oh, I was going to ask you that because I know you said it on your browser. You have to typically do it on a workstation like a computer. You can download the app. Mm-hmm. On your phone, but you'll have to look at the codes through the app and then transfer it on your phone. Like, there's no way. Mm. It's not as intuitive. So if you're going to make a purchase, like, if I see something on my phone that I want to buy, I will Mm. wait till I get to a desktop. Just because I want to wait for the Honey app. So remember, you guys, the Honey app. It is Honey, Honey, Honey. Okay. Save that money. Save that money. Save that money, money, honey. 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 Save that money. I was trying not to encourage You're so corny. I love it. I was trying not to encourage the singing, (laughs) but now she's an MC now, suddenly. What's what's something else we waste money on that you waste money on? Well, I will say I have combated successfully this method or form of wasting money And thanks to my counterpart, my partner, we made the agreement that there were certain things that we just did not need to pay for. Like what? We changed our phone provider, our cell phone provider. We were paying, along with our cell phones and my iPad, close to $300 a month. That's ridiculous. It's disgusting. It's like, for what? That is ridiculous. We literally need to text, use Wi-Fi, and make a phone call. Where's $300 and all of that? Mm-hmm. So we went from a $300 phone bill down to a $120 phone bill. We also eliminated cable. Mm-hmm. We're not home enough to be watching cable. Yeah. And most of the things that we do want to watch, we can watch on a subscription. I have basic cable because I still want to be able to see the news. Yeah. Live, live news. And that is the only reason why I have it. Um, I was able to get a plan though that did fit my budget along with my Mm Wi-Fi. But most of that other shit that we had before, like these movie channels and all this nonsense, cut. It's unnecessary. And my bill was like literally almost cut in half. Because most of the things that we watch are on subscription anyway. It's really according to your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Because at first we had the cable specifically for news. And then we were like, can look at this on my phone. Mm. We went from like $164 and now our internet bill is 45 bucks. Wow. Without cable. So, you know, and then we went further by cutting out all subscriptions that are unnecessary. And last but not least, back to the meal prepping, we used to shop for a month. And it's only two of us. And it's like, why are we shopping for a whole month? First of all, all this food can't fit in the fridge. I'm fully plant-based, so a lot of my food is fresh produce. Mm -hmm. And then it will get spoiled. You know, we get bored with the food, and we end up overspending and buying outside. So now we shop for two weeks. And, yo, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. When you really stop and take a look at your habits and what you do, you start to see just how many things you can waste a lot of money yeah. on even yeah. if it's a dollar yeah it's a waste right you can put that dollar 
towards um, something else. I know you were just talking about food. You said you guys shop once a month. Um, in my household, we shop like every two to three weeks. I yeah, stopped. we changed it. We now yeah. do it every two weeks. I stopped buying unnecessary things and items that we don't eat. It really makes me sad when I throw away food, especially because there's so many people mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. don't have what we have and wish they could have the food that we're constantly throwing out. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about taking expiration dates as law? I feel like we throw away a lot of food based on this rule. Mm -hmm. Right. For some of the more perishable foods, expiration dates do hold more authority. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can usually tell this by the funky smell or the colors that develop when they start to go bad. Mm -hmm. Right. But what about other foods that we can easily just put in the freezer? Right. And then when we take it out and throw it out, it'll be just as good like... Mm -hmm. Uh, uncooked pasta dried beans Mm -hmm. several foods that usually don't go bad if they're stored Mm -hmm. correctly i agree a thousand percent i grew up in a household where my mother did the taste test with everything i am not a taste tester i will smell but i will not taste my mother is a different breed Like, Ma, is this, is this old? She's like, let me taste it. I'm like, why do you always want to taste everything? <laughs> no, but um, agreed. Also, we live in a space now where everything is just mass overconsumption. Mm-hmm. And we just buy, 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 buy and have no method to the purchase. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. Right. And and sometimes it might prompt you to take a class or a course or watch Mm -hmm. a documentary on how people save money, you know, coupon clip and Mm -hmm. how they preserve items within their pantries. Yeah, there's so much information in the the internet, you know, we can... The internets. In the internets. Internet. No, it's I-N-N-A. Internet. Oh, (laughs) I see what you did there. Okay. No, you're right, though. There is a lot of info on how mm-hmm. you can at least begin to try to define the ways in which you overspend. I know, mm-hmm. oh, my God, back in the day when I was in college, mm-hmm. if we were going to the club, had to get a new outfit. Had no, In my mind, I had no clothes. No shoes, like, oh my gosh. We're I going think that's out. a maturity thing. Like, honestly, obviously, if it's a special occasion, right? Like a wedding or a special party, right? Mm-hmm. I like to buy something if I don't have anything. According to us, we don't have anything. I'm sure right. we have shit to find. I have tons. But I don't find myself saying, oh, I need another, you know, a new outfit because I'm going to the discotheque. But I, I, not the disco tag. Where are you discoing at? Like you mentioned, it comes with maturity. And it's not necessarily by age, but it's more primarily by your pockets. Like if you're seeing how much money is coming in and are you aligning that with how much you want to pursue other outside ventures or pursue ventures for the moment? Because in my early 20s, I'm sorry. I mean, but can we agree that we have less responsibilities when we are in our early 20s? And this is just assuming that in your early 20s, you weren't living alone 
Shit gets real when you have rent and, and bills to pay. Listen, I started having heart palpitations. I'm like, this is how much? I didn't realize it until I started, when I until I had to start paying for my car. Mm-hmm. I had a car note. I had gas. I had insurance. I'm like, this is my whole check. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, when you have to decide between should I get these cute shoes or should I eat for the week, it's like, come on. Mm-mm. You get humbled really quickly. Quickly. No, you, no, you know when you get humbled, you get humbled when you decide to go for the shoes over the food and you eat ramen and peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly every day. Girl, like, yo, why did I do this to myself? I don't know. Why? <laughs> Not even worth it. But, you know, you live and you learn and you... And as you get older, it becomes more complex. Yeah. It becomes more complex because you have to think about retirement, offshore accounts. College fund. College fund, you know, safety fund, bullshit fund, travel fund. All types of funds. Everything. You have to think about it all. Are you going to buy a house soon? Are you going to get a car? Are you going to have children? Like headcount is very real. I mean, as you get older, it only gets more complex. So the younger you are, that is the best opportunity to at least identify your relationship with money. Right. And figure out what it is that you're planning for the future. Yeah. So what habits can you or what habits do you implement in order to improve? Well, I shouldn't even say improve. Let's start with what is your relationship with money? Money and I, you know, we do get along sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a, I don't I don't think I have a negative relationship with money and the little bit of negativity that I do have comes from watching my parents listening to my parents argue about money mm-hmm. or um, complaining that there isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's something that is kind of instilled in you, mm-hmm. right? Um, but over time, my um, relationship with money has gotten better. That's good. Yeah. I never like to say that I don't have enough. Yeah, I have a plenty. I am blessed, and I feel that as long as you have that that positive relationship with money, right, you open up the doors for more. Yes, you definitely do. I also feel that depending upon your childhood and how money was first introduced to you, though, plays a big part in how you discuss money, you know, how you discuss finances. You know, you want to know something I'm very interesting? My parents. And I know that they did the best that they could, right, with mm-hmm. what they had. My parents didn't educate us about finances, about money, about how important credit is, about how important it is to save your money. Mm -hmm. These are all things that my siblings and I had to learn on our own, Mm -hmm. right? These Mm -hmm. are things that we taught each other, um, which I'm grateful for. But it, again, it, sometimes I, I think about it, not anymore, but just like in the back of my head, I think about it. I'm like, hmm. Would that have made me uh, more responsible earlier on, you know, with my finances and Mm -hmm. my credit and stuff like that? I don't know. I think that it it would, uh, maybe not to the degree that of what you're thinking today. I've thought about that myself, and 
along the same, you know, lines as you, my parents did the best that they could with the resources that they had. My mother was constantly, you know, trying to feed us, you know, the ideas and the ways of which money is a necessity, money is a resource. Like when she tried to make me balance a checkbook, I'm like, why am I doing this? That's important. It's very important, and I'm grateful that she did that. However, this was not topic of conversation in school. Mm -hmm. So even though you you are supposed to receive most of your influence from home, you spend most of your time in school. And if it's not being taught in school... You kind of, you know, as a kid, you hear your parents barking at you, talking to you all the time about what you need to be doing. You kind of tune it out. But if you hear it again at school, it's a reinforcement that prompts you to say, maybe I should pay attention. So Yeah, it's really disappointing to know that still, I don't know of any schools that have finances. Yeah, unless it's a track you're trying to take. And I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> I mean... It's, I've never seen it in any curriculums um, known to me. I don't know. Even now, too, being that you have children, have you seen anything of the sort in their curriculums no. since you've been in school? No. That's crazy. Nothing. Do better, educational system. Do better. Nothing. <laughs> well, I say do better. I don't. That doesn't mean that it's not. it doesn't exist. So let me let me take that back. Yeah. I will say it's not a part of the general curriculum. Right. It's always like an added class or an added uh, uh, elective. Right. Interesting. So with that being said, what habits can you or what habits have you implemented to improve your relationship with money? Save before I spend Mm, how did he what's that method like what's the ratio look like i'm not telling you what <laughs> no i mean like if you have 20 dollars, how much do you save and how much do you spend Ooh, if i have 20 dollars, i'm probably only spending five okay that's good wow you know again it's not it, it's not perfect mm-hmm. okay i i can do i can be doing much better i can be doing more but I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be a little more consistent, a little more aware mm-hmm. of how and when I spend my money. As a parent, I am not a parent yet. Mm-hmm. You are a parent. There are so many expenses that no. you have to deal with. Did you, do you think being issued into parenthood also helped you address your relationship with money? Probably so. Right. Because I'm, I'm not saying that people who aren't parents are less responsible, but like There's it, levels. It, it really made me put my bigger panties on. It was like, OK, <laughs> I don't we want can, to wear these. Look, we can't go shopping tomorrow. We yeah. got to pay those senior dues. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like it becomes all about your kid. It's not about you anymore. You have to put your shit in the back burner. Yeah. You know, like prioritizing. Yeah. Right. It, it's taught me anything it's prioritizing and obviously my kids come first yes for right sure. is their needs over mine i, I mean mama gotta take care of herself too no no you know of course. but you know there's a lot of expenses involved and as they get older 
it, gets it becomes more. more expensive because now they have knowledge of all these other different things. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm okay with saying no mm-hmm. to unnecessary shit. Mm-hmm. There's no need to be buying name brand stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Who are you trying to impress? Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for the outsiders? Mm-hmm. We don't do that here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to earn it. Ding, ding, ding. Most importantly, you have to earn it. Nothing is just given to you. Yeah. So you you save your ratio is pretty. That's impressive. Again, not all the time. <laughs> but I hey, said, more than not. I said a girl is trying. <laughs> but hey, I mean, it's it's clearly more often than not. Is there anything else you've implemented? In terms you know of, what's uh, something else that I stopped doing? There's a few things that I stopped doing. I stopped buying name brand stuff. Girl. <laughs> like, Join and, and me not, at 13 not only years like, of age. <laughs> not only like clothing, but like food. Yes. Food and I'm not going to lie. There are some cosmetics that I still buy the brand, mm-hmm. right? Just mm-hmm. because... There's some things that I'm not... The quality is there. The, the quality is different, yeah. right? There's no lies there. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of name brand stuff um, that they do make the generic kind for, which probably has the same ingredients. It does. Okay, which has the same shit that tastes the same. I stopped buying name brand stuff. I actually saw a model recently of... Can't, I feel like it was a tea company, but mm-hmm. basically their model was quality over everything. Oh, mm-hmm. no, it was a linen company. Mm-hmm. And basically they showed how one could go out and purchase linen, and that linen is 70 bucks, And one can purchase linen from this place, and the linen is 30 bucks. And the contrast is the $70 linen not only went through a sales proposition, they had a third party that produced like either the fat certain fabrics or produced the certain advertising, and then you had to pay the advertisers to advertise it, and then you had to pay the merchandisers to mm-hmm. merchant your product, and that's why it's seventy dollars versus getting it directly from the merchant, and that's why it's thirty dollars. So it's the exact same quality, no. exact same ingredients if it's a product. But you're paying the difference of all of the parties involved, not the quality. So stop putting your funds in all these name brand. I mean, like you said, not everything requires the name brand. And most often, the things that you do purchase with a name brand are not things that people can readily see are name brand. Store and generic brands have to be one of the most underused ways to save money. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you will definitely save a buck or two. That's great. That's a good one. That's one thing I stopped doing. Another thing I stopped doing was buying coffee. Girl. I, a few years ago now, Mm -hmm. I started making coffee at home. I'm talking about like in the morning. Doesn't it taste better anyway? You know what? It does taste better anyway. (laughs) I don't really care for Starbucks or anything or any of of those um, brand um, named coffee. I usually like the mom and pop shops, but I've, I started making coffee for myself in the morning and putting it in a, um, a, a thermal, mm-hmm. right. And carry that shit with me. And I've 
pretty sure I've saved myself a lot of money. That's I'm glad you mentioned that because I did the same, but my coffee place that I like going to, and I go to this place not because the coffee is amazing, but the people are amazing and mm-hmm. the music they have their own curated playlist and the playlist is always on point i'm like listen if i can walk into a coffee shop and listen to Afrobeats, you're getting my patronage oh my god period like take all my money but they came up with a new program like the coffee i would always get was an oat milk latte right Mm -hmm. with an extra shot of espresso that would run me six seven bucks Mm -hmm. right depending on the size and they came out with a new rewards where you spend $39 for 10 cups of coffee. And you can have them however you want, in whatever size you want, whatever, you know, however many shots you want. So I did it once and I was very happy. I gift myself that one card and I used the 10 coffees over like a two month period. Mm-hmm. But I did the same thing. I started making my coffee at home, and I'm like, wow, this, I'm sorry, this, uh, what's our coffee? Uh, Bustelo. Cafe Bustelo. (laughs) Ain't nothing hitting on that Bustelo, okay? With that raw sugar at the bottom. Wait, you know that's espresso, right? It is. That's why I love it. I love strong coffee. Yeah. And I I honestly was never a coffee drinker until Mm -hmm. recently, but Mm -hmm. it just tastes better. Buying perch or purchasing coffee outside is a luxury and is like a treat and not a, a a habit. Yeah. For real. Like there's there's absolutely no need. Get yourself a nice coffee pot. Is that what they call it? Yeah. A coffee machine. I don't even in Agareka. I don't use those. You know why? We use the the carafe that's on the stove carafe where you unscrew the bottom. Yeah, the water it's called. In. You know what? I don't know the name of it in English, but it's called a greca in Spanish. All my that. all my Hispanic people know what a greca is. That. The best coffee is made in a greca. So the reason why we use that too is for cleanliness purposes, because regular coffee pots mm-hmm. and coffee makers, all those crazy machines Mm -hmm. most people are not cleaning them effectively so you could have a lot of mold microorganisms Mm -hmm. growing in your stuff that you don't even know about with Mm -hmm. the what is it what is girl repeat after me i'm listening huh greca greca there you go so with the greca You can just unscrew, you know, piece one, piece two, piece three, rinse, 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 wash, I wash. Need, I, I had one and it broke. I need to go buy a new one. Yeah, we recently got a bigger one that can make four yeah. cups. I was super lit. That is the holy grail. <laughs> yeah. So just simple things like that, you yeah. know, like you, you'd be surprised how much money you can save just by implementing like little things, yeah. making your own coffee at home. Stop buying name brand stuff, like little things. Start with the little things and then make you know, work yourself up to the bigger things. Yes, I agree. I I think I've only done probably two major things in mm-hmm. terms of, uh, well, first, my relationship with money is exactly the same as yours. You know, growing up, there wasn't many informal, or there wasn't many formal discussions about it, but it wasn't ignored either. Mm-hmm. And really, I learned more by the behaviors I saw within both of my parents. And then, too, seeing how I felt when I received money. Some of the things that I've implemented myself is understanding that less is truly more. 
and that there's no need to be a part of this consumable society where in order for temporary happiness something must be purchased Mm. like that's a very hard to that is for me it was very difficult to get past that because i realized i would buy all of this shit and i would have all of this shit and then either i wouldn't even use it wear it or, you know, I After would... After a while, it's just tossed and you forget about it. When I was younger, I would say to myself, okay, why don't I have any money? And then I'd look and I'm like, oh, because I bought all of those stuff. in your stuff. closet. <laughs> and where am I even wearing it? I don't even like going out. Where are you wearing it, Courtney? Where? Are you playing dress up at the house? Like, no. Yeah. So I really That's a had... a big realization. Yeah. I had to really, really understand that I don't... Just because everyone is about to go out doesn't mean I need to show out with a new outfit. I can show out with what I've been had. Yeah, which is probably good stuff too. Everyone, guys, I'm sorry to break it to you and ladies, guys and ladies, no one cares about what you're doing for the most part. Mm-hmm. When I say cares, when I say care, I mean in your day-to-day motivations walking outside of the house, The person you cross the street does not care about what What you're you're wearing, wearing, what you bought yesterday, how it's making you feel. Unless they intuitively know you or have a relationship with you, not paying attention to it. So what is the purpose of you purchasing it? It's different if it's for your own self-sufficiency and your own, like, I gift myself things. Like, if Mm -hmm. I complete a certain goal or projects that I've been working on my pers- for myself, mm-hmm. I will gift myself something. So mm-hmm. that's another way so that I don't do any crazy expenditures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, Court, you hit your quota for the month. Go ahead and get the <laughs> go ahead and get that jewelry girl. Go ahead and you get deserve it. it. You've been working hard. Yeah. But besides <laughs> that, I have had to take a step back and really recognize that I was able to survive and be okay with minimal things. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to have a bunch of shit. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds to me like you do manage your money well correct or is there room for improvement there's a lot of room for improvement because the the lifestyle that i see myself having i'm not i haven't acquired that yet i haven't even acquired that type of finance and i really have to be more strict Mm, same i have to be super strict because i'm also a very in the moment kind of person Mm -hmm. and i love having a good time and if Mm -hmm. i know having a great time means me purchasing something for $10 or not. I'm buying that shit and we about to have a ball. But then there are those times when I say to myself, Courtney, you should be able to have a ball without buying it. Yeah. And that's where the restriction comes in and gritting of my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I also too, my father taught me something. I don't even think he realized he was teaching me this. Mm-hmm. My father hates malls. He hates shopping centers. He hates any place where it's just a slew of people purchasing shit. And I'm the same. Excuse me? I hate doing that. When I go to <laughs> when I go buy something in stores, I know what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. 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 My father taught me very only early on, like, don't go to these places until you know what you're buying. Mm-hmm. What's on what caveats that now though is places like Amazon where at the you know click of a fucking button you can got, get some shit in an hour 
which is again part of that consumable society that I was Mm -hmm. talking about but one thing he taught me that I've adopted is if I go somewhere with the intention of purchasing something and I see something that is not on my list and I really really want it I will literally touch it and I will ask myself is this a want or is this a need Mm. and if it's a need bitch is going in the cart yeah if it's a want why and if the why can be reasoned then i will say okay now i know i want this thing and i still don't purchase it i leave i go check out and if i want it two days later still you go back and get it i'll go back and get it yeah Otherwise, usually 90% of the time, the feeling dissipates and yeah. it's like it's unnecessary. And I then, guess that's how you um, decipher if it's an impulse buy or not. Yeah. That's also part of, um, what is it, feng shui? If you have objects in your home that have no use, mm. they're taking up space. Mm. And if you don't have a loving adoration or relationship with that piece... There's no need for it to be present. Yeah. Less is more. It won't serve you. Anyway, let us know how you manage your money. Give us some tips. We'll share them throughout the week. And go outside and don't overspend. Just enjoy the sunshine. Yo, no, really. (laughs) There's so many things that you can do that don't require money. Like, you you just made a good point. Taking a walk in the park. Go outside. Take your little thermal with your own coffee that you made at home in the Greca. In the... Gre- Greca. <laughs> to our listeners and supporters, thank you for tuning into another episode of Between You and I with Kirsia Reyes and Courtney Lene. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. To learn about updates regarding the show, we can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Between You and I Podcast. That's B-E-T-W-E-E-N-Y-O-U-A-N-D-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can also reach us by email at betweenyouandipodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to gift tokens of appreciation, we accept all forms of donations. All proceeds will strictly go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you, and we will see you on the next episode of Between You and I. I have a hundred dreams. <laughs> <laughs>